The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, y'all. This is Houseguest, and I am your host, Kenzie Elizabeth. Think a Gen Z wannabe Martha Stewart meets Dolly Parton trying to live in a Nancy Myers movie in her 20s. We talk all about life, relationships, navigating your 20s, closing out the bars, or waking up at 5 a.m., depending on our vibe that week. Ultimately, living our best lives and figuring it out along the way. So come hang out. Sometimes I have guests on who do really cool things, some of my best friends, or it's just me and my house that I spend way too much time in. So let's get into the show. Y'all are going to love today's episode. We have Keaton Milburn, one of my oldest friends. I adore her. We have been friends for... God, I don't even know, like six, seven years at this point. She's been on the show many, many times. Back when I was living in LA, Keaton and I would see each other probably at least once a month. We were long distance besties and we were always together. Love her so much. She's also a reader. We're bringing back the book series. It never left. I just haven't recorded one in a bit. And I really want to make that a common theme on the show. I would like to bring book club back, okay? So y'all let me know what kinds of book episodes you want, who you want me to have on, if there's any like book influencers you love, any authors you love, you guys let me know. There's something I love to talk about more than books, okay? So this is a great episode because Keaton's a huge fantasy reader and I'm not really. So I feel like I'm really... I'm here for the girls in fantasy. I I had to outsource and I found someone. I brought her on the show and this is for you. We talk about other things that aren't just like fantasy books. And even if you're not a reader, honestly, I feel like it's a good episode. Little bestie catch up. But anyways, without further ado, I hope you guys enjoy. As always, you can watch us on YouTube as well. We are a vlog cast and that will be linked in the show notes. Go subscribe to that YouTube channel. Okay. Love you guys so much. And let's welcome Keaton on to the show. Guys, we just started off this episode with a little group yawn in the studio. I'm feeling good about it. <laughs> Even though we've had two coffees this morning. You know what? That's crazy. Now that I'm <laughs> yeah. thinking about it. Guys, we have Keaton on the pod. You are a highly requested guest for the book episode. Wait, are you just telling me that? Because I feel honored no, about you that. No, you really are. No, I'm lying. <laughs> She's like, actually, I just made that up. I don't, I've never told someone they're highly requested if they weren't. Like, <laughs> I'm just like, hey guys. <laughs> I'm asking because I'm like, I would. I'd be like, everyone wanted you. <laughs> no, yeah, no. Every everyone was dying to see you just me <laughs> no like I will be so, like if I want someone on the podcast like I want someone on the podcast like, yeah it's because I have some questions you know what I mean I am a new book girly so that's why I'm like wait I'm so excited I don't feel like it's new at this point anymore I guess I feel new because you're like a long-term book girl you. you know what I mean yes. like to me you started the love for thank the you and you know what I agree. Take that. Take <laughs> with, that and run like with our it. friends. Yeah. You know, not like at large or anything. Yeah. But like our friend group. Also, you've been on the show like seven times now. Yeah. I love it here. But not for a book episode. I know. That's why I'm really excited today. It's also good because I, the girlies love fantasy and like, I'm just not mm-hmm. a huge fantasy girly. Mm-hmm. How many times can I say girly? Like take a shot every time you hear in this episode. <laughs> just kidding. But it'll be good because you can be like a residential or a resident, residential, mm-hmm. resident, Residential. You can be our resident <laughs> fiction. No, our resident fantasy book girl. Yeah, I'm very excited about that. Fantasy is like one of my favorite, if not my favorite genre to read. It definitely is your favorite genre. And I like will die over books. And then I go and check Katie Book Club and <laughs> she's like three stars. And I'm like, whoa, that was 10 okay, for me. <laughs> listen, listen. The first Akatar book. Okay. That was like, I liked it, but it's just hard because here's the thing. The first book in any fantasy series, which is what I've learned, is mm-hmm. that it's setting the world up 
Yes. So that's a lot of learning and a lot of weird words that I'm not really mm-hmm. quite getting. And they're really long. And so that is hard. Yeah. It is hard to get into if it's not something that you're used to. Yes. I think for me, like as a reader, I read all throughout like elementary, high school, too, middle school. Like I always read and I loved fantasy. Like that was the only thing that I read. So I feel like that's why it just comes more naturally to me. Like I read every, like I read Twilight, Shatter Me. Like I read what is it maze runners like divergent hunger games hunger games i read all of it so i so think it's I that's why too. it's natural that's why i don't understand why it's harder for me as what an happened adult to you? i don't know because i was the biggest twilight fan there's ever been like yeah literally obsessed i could tell you exactly where i was when i found out that and that jacob had imprinted on, <laughs> imprinted on i literally my jaw dropped i ran to the other room my parents were divorced i was newly in the first rental i ran to my mom's room to tell her she i was in yeah. fifth grade she had no idea what i was talking about and i was obsessed but here's the thing i do like it i will say I think the time that you read a book is the timing is very important because you've yes. got to be in the mood for it. And for me, with fantasy, it needs to be cold outside. Yeah, it's and I need to be in the mood. Which so I was planning on, you know, catching up and reading all of them this winter. And yeah. I've been in the worst like fiction book slump of my life. And I've just been reading so much nonfiction, which doesn't make sense. So yeah. it's really cutting into my fantasy time. I'm open. I like the second one of a court in, of Akatar. I mean, you ha- absolutely have to. Obviously. It's the best one. And I loved Fourth Wing. Like, I loved okay, that. Okay, that's good. You didn't like it that much, right? Okay, I loved Fourth Wing. Okay. I did not like the second book, Iron Flame. Me Iron neither. Flame was pretty much like, I-, I would rather rip my teeth out with pliers than read that again. <laughs> I have to be really honest with you. I am at 42% and I have not And finished. you will be there for the next six months. No, first off, I read all the time. The word count of that book has to be so insane mm-hmm. but also that I was so excited like when I finished fourth thing I was like oh my god I was literally like some loser all over social media like practically begging for an advanced reader's copy obviously yeah. not gonna get me one never got that by the way and <laughs> I was so excited I had pre-ordered it I was like it was on my calendar I was like you need to like have less work so you can read this book that day and then I started reading it and I was like Am I the only person who feels that way? And I thank God everyone's together. I was just about to say that. Like the good thing about this is I felt that way when I was reading it. And yes. then when I went on social and I saw that everyone and all of my friends who are reading it, we all feel the same exact way. Something about it. It's it's too long. There's a lot of unnecessary plot in it. It's still a great book. Like I still like I'm going to read the third one. I finished yes. it. I'm still going to continue the series. But Fourth Wing was just absolutely everything. Like It was, it was so good. It was so good that like you're just like waiting for the second one and then it was just not I don't I don't know what it was it wasn't it it just wasn't it and it just went on for too long the first book I loved and I understand the love for fantasy and I again it's weird because I grew up reading pretty much nothing but fantasy that's what you read as a kid yeah. and I loved it and I really could see myself getting into it I think it's just difficult for me honestly because of my good read school because they're so fucking long and I'm like wait I have to read <laughs> seven books this month which is not a good way to go about it I yeah. understand your your goal doesn't matter I just like having that because it makes me stay on my routine of reading yeah you know so I should maybe back off with that and I should what should I read yeah but the thing is is like reading should be enjoyable that's Mm -hmm. why you're reading and if you're not enjoying it like don't feel like oh my god well I have to finish this book just be like or like I have to read like if you're not enjoying it you're not enjoying it it sucks like I was like I'm like that too like I have to finish things I never like do not finish a book like I'm like I will finish it I don't care there's probably there's only one book that I have not like in the past two years 
It was the selection series, which is a young adult. Okay, the reason I read this is because Destiny bought it for me for my birthday. She read it when she was in high school. And she was like, I haven't read this in years, but I think you would like it. (laughs) When I read it again, I was like, this is super like young adult, like adolescent. It just wasn't my vibe. So I read the first two in the series. I started the third one because I was like, I'm just going to finish it. I really couldn't. I got like 12 pages in. Like literally I was like 12 pages in. I was like, I think we're done. Yeah. I think that I don't care enough about these people. Yeah. Like I hope that these characters are doing well, but I really could care less what happens to them. (laughs) And I would rather read something else. Yeah. And my time is valuable and I need to go back to my smut and I don't really need this. The thing is, I know that I could like it. Like I, the idea, because I love Harry Potter too. Like I love Harry Potter. So if I'm like cuddled up and it's like, I like the idea when I'm like by the fire reading a fantasy book. It's just, I think the initial, I think it's the lengths of the book. Because another thing about me is that when I'm reading a book, it doesn't matter how much I actually like the contents of the book or not. Mm -hmm. The faster I finish a book, which again has nothing to do with like if I'm reading it because I want to and I can't put it down. The faster I read a book, the more I typically like it. Because if I drag something out, I feel a lot less connected to it. So with fantasy, if it takes me longer to get through, it just for some reason, I can't describe it. It's just harder. That's how I feel. But what I will say is like, I think one of the main reasons, like I read a lot of just like one off, like a romance novel or Mm -hmm. like whatever, like it's just like a random fiction novel. But like with fantasy, the reason I really love fantasy so much is because I love character development. Like I don't Mm -hmm. get that in just like a one book that's like, even if it's like 500 pages, like I'm getting character development, but over the course of like six books, like the characters mean so much more to me than any other book that I've ever read because I'm like I know everything about you and I don't I think that's why I like them more I just feel so much more connected to them in a way because I can like see what they've been through or why they make like you start realizing like why they make certain choices whenever I'm reading like a one-off book I'm like I don't really know you that well so I don't really know like why you would do this that's true in fantasy I get it I'm like I know exactly why because I know you my best friend. I, I prefer series. Like I think about like Magnolia Parks and like I like that because I know outside of being friends with Jessa and like her also being a basically like resident co-host here. Like I like knowing so much about the characters throughout and those are long books. Too. That's on my TBR. You have oh my never God. read any. I just ordered all four of them because I wanted the cute like little covers mm-hmm. that they have. And so I just ordered all four. It's on my TBR for 2024 and I'm They're very so excited about it. Here's the thing. I know I talk about it a lot just when Jess is on, but I like read the books before they were out. And this is before the Magnolia Parks is the first book she ever released. So she wasn't a published author at that point. And okay. I read it main like she just we became friends on Instagram before we were like actual friends Mm -hmm. just through a lot of like mutual people Dom actually introduced us and I loved those books but I feel like they don't make my list enough because because I didn't I used to literally to log the books because they weren't even on Goodreads I would like do like a specific band's like sheet music okay to like remember like that was the one this is the one but they're so good and I, for, I forget to put them actually on my list because they're never on my yearly wrap up because I read it like yeah. prior and now I'm confused on like what I've read and what I haven't. Yeah. So I need to like get back into it. But that is easily my favorite series. I would say honestly of like all time. Like they're so good. Let's talk my favorite topic, which is Macy's on 34th. I actually already have a tab open right now because I was actually buying some things the other day and I never close out of my tabs on my laptop apparently. But I'm going to go through some of my favorites. So my favorite pants ever are the women's pull-on wide leg pants created for Macy's. I have them in blue and black in a size small, 
definitely size down. I'm normally a size medium. I got them in a size small. Love those. Then they have this really cute like pink fur jacket. They have pink corduroy pants. I mean, they just have the best stuff. So if y'all are unfamiliar, Macy's all new brand on 34th was designed for and with women like you. Made for your body, your style, and whatever your day has in store. Each piece is designed to mix and match seamlessly with everything in your closet. You need a blazer to go from work to after hour drinks, pants with a perfect amount of stretch, a statement skirt with sequins, then on 34th is your new go-to. Let's be real. Sometimes just things get so busy that planning your outfit around your day can get overwhelming. It's just like another thing to add to the to-do list. When you're already overwhelmed, you're already tired, especially this time of year, it gets so crazy. So I cannot recommend checking out Macy's.com to shop on 34th now. They have the cutest stuff at the best prices. And I can only imagine their prices for Black Friday are going to be crazy. They have an early Black Friday sale right now. And I'm looking at this stuff and it's actually unreal. They have beautiful coats. They have cute little like pantsuit looking things. They have great blouses. They have a really cute like tweed dress. Oh, wow. I, I'm actually going to order that. Guys, you have to just check them out, okay? So go to Macy's.com to shop on 34th now. Again, that is Macy's.com to shop on 34th now. Are you a rereader? Do you reread books? No, but I would reread. Like, I would reread that. Okay. I was just wondering because like- do you? I do. And like, if I really love a book, and I just can't let it go, I will reread it like six months later. Okay. I was just going to say how long in between. Like not right back to back, but like I'm, I'm definitely a rereader. And like some, some people just aren't like, like, I feel like it's weird, not weirder, but it's like less common to like keep rereading the same book. <laughs> what books do you reread? Well, with fantasy, sometimes I'll reread a book because there's so much information, yeah. but I also really liked it. Like I've reread Akatar before because I'm like, I just need to like understand this again or like I just... You want to be back in the world. Yeah, I want to be back in this world. Like I read those books way too quickly that I have to go back because I'm like, I, I finished those in like two months and that's not natural. So I read I read the whole Akatar series in a month and that wow. was not good for me because then I had nothing else to live for afterwards. Totally. How many books are there in the series? There's five in Akatar and then there's obviously like the other two that she has, which are insane. I think the reason I love fantasy so much is because if you like Harry Potter and you like good writing where everything ties together in a way that you're just like, how mm -hmm. did this connect? Like, you know, when you get to the end of Harry Potter and it's like everything about yes. all of the movies starts making sense. That's what you get in these books. And you're just like, wait, that she wrote this in such a sick way that it just makes so much sense once you read them. You know why else I think I would really like fantasy? Because it has nothing to do. It's not relatable in any mm -hmm. way, shape or form. The people that I love that I follow on like TikTok, like for example, my favorite follows are people who live on farms. I mean, that's becoming more relatable. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> but like people who live in the North Pole, like who yes. have completely different lives than me. When yeah. people are like begging me for people to be relatable. I'm like, please be as unrelatable as possible. I want to have nothing in common with you yeah. because it's so much more interesting to me when I have nothing in common with them that is a pet peeve of mine in mm -hmm. books which i know we you sent that over to me but like i don't like pop culture references and books that are done in like a very corny way like yeah. i'm reading for an escape like totally. i'm not really trying like there's some books and they'll reference tiktok and i'm like i'm gonna throw up i'm gonna throw up right now don't talk about this in this book like i want to just i want this to be like not at all 
what could be real. And that's, I think, why I like fantasy so much. I'm like, this is just like the most, I'm obviously not hunting for my food. Hello. Like, <laughs> but this is iconic and she's like so sickening. So love but her. I'm obsessed. Yeah, I'm like, I love her. It's like when movies, when they started doing like text bubbles and everyone's like, stop. Yes, yes. It's, yeah. That's exactly what it is. I don't like that. Like sometimes it works. Yeah. But most of the time it's not my vibe. It's also like when any, I mean, movies, books, when they try to be like too with the times mm-hmm. right now and it's like, it just feels so forced and inauthentic. Yeah. It just feels weird. Like yeah. it's like you're like a try hard. You know what I mean? Like you're yeah. trying to like stay with the times, but like you should just stay in your lane. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? like, I'm reading a book. Yeah, I'm reading a book. <laughs> I'm not here to learn. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, this is not what I came here for. I don't want to know yes. about this. Please don't talk about that. I'm not even here to learn. It's more so like, this is stupid stuff. Like I don't yes. care about like if you're referencing a pop culture moment of like so-and-so's like affair. You yes. know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't need that. Yeah, I don't need it either. I'm not into it. Yeah, I don't like that at not all. My vibe. I'm trying to think of pet peeves I have in books. Oh, okay. What tropes do you like? Because I <gasps> love Grumpy Sunshine. Like, I am a Grumpy Sunshine oh, girl. Oh, that's the best. And that makes so much sense given my dating history. You're like, so a Grumpy Sunshine <laughs> I'm girl. so Grumpy. Like, <laughs> you need to, like, not smile besides when you're with me. Yes, exactly. Like, if you show any ounce, like, no, 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 no. Yeah. yeah, I think, okay, I love an enemies to lovers. See, that is my favorite. I think that's my favorite. This is so opposite. Like, I don't like enemies to lovers, even though everyone loves it. Like, I don't know what it is about it. I just don't love it. And I love... Like my like Margot hates like miscommunication tropes. Oh, okay. I hate that. Oh, I live for. Okay, well, Magnolia Park's gonna be for you, but like, I fucking love it. Like, you love a miscommunication yeah. trope. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my I god, I would like to miscommunicate. That's it. why I had to do not finish. Like, I'm like, I can't, oh, I can't with the miscommunication. Yeah. Like, I literally want to like rip the book into pages. Like, I hate it. Did you read yeah. before we were strangers? Yeah, love. Okay, I meant to DM you. That was kind of miscommunication in a way but it wasn't where I didn't like it okay so does that make sense I mean miscommunication that's exactly what I mean that's what I mean by Magnolia Parks miscommunication can just be like a misunderstanding almost not yes. like a, I said this you heard it different like yes, I hate that that, that is not I'm like, what I'm just saying speak to each other and also I think it's different like with Magnolia Parks they're growing up and at different phases and things just aren't really working out at the right time and like yeah. at the end of the day like it's like when two people like actually like want to be with each other, but there's they have so many they're like so fucked up they can't like that's fine. Yeah, Th- that is that I feel like you would still like my new I know I think yeah. I would like my new parts. Yeah. Like I'm I'm reading it no matter what I ordered yeah. the books. No, but I I miss love communication. Like, just communicate all me. you want, please. Oh God, obsessed. No enemies to lovers. Like I'm literally like <laughs> punch me in the face and then four chapters later like tell me that you love me. <laughs> literally, I'm obsessed. I think with enemies to lovers, I'm sick. I'm sick. Not that all these are predictable. Like you can get the general idea, like with any of the books that you're reading. reading the same 17 books that have the same exact trope. I'm like, I know exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, I think that's why I, I don't know. I think that's why I don't love enemies to lovers. Back to fantasy though. Like what series would you recommend to someone who's like breaking into fantasy, if you will? I mean, honestly, like I really would recommend the A Court of Thorns and Roses series because there's other fantasy series that I've read that I like, but they don't like have all the aspects. For example, like Shatter Me is like a good like fantasy series and it's dystopian. So it's like more like Hunger Games vibe. You know, it's like districts and now they're poor. Whereas like a quarter like <laughs> letter, and now they're poor. And now they're poor. And period. And that's the end of that story. <laughs> and that's what happened. And they're all broke. Yeah. No, but it's like dystopian in that way. But it's like young adult. Like for me, like I need to have like some type of romance in like a fantasy series. Yeah. Like I like I do like fantasy, but I need to have like some something form to of that. To. Yeah, something to cling to, something to root for, like a triangle, something. 
So I would honestly say the A Court of Thorns and Roses. The only thing with that is, which like if you love it a lot, you've got to read the rest of the series because they're all like connected. It's like a like multiverse vibe. So like then, you know, you're going to get sucked into like a 20 book thing. Okay. But you don't have to be. You can just read A Court of Thorns. Actually, no, I feel like she just recently said if you read A Court of Thorns and Roses, you're going to you if you read A Court of Thorns and Roses, you have to read Crescent City because now everything's mashed. But A Court of Thorns and Roses is the best. It's the best. I'll never get over it. Like the feeling I have when I first read those books was just the best. Yeah. You know, fantasy authors, what they are is they're businesswoman. Okay. Oh, she's getting her bag. Getting her bag because not only do you have to buy one book, you have to buy all seven in the series. And then the other series that are looped in, you really are a a 20 book thing at that point. Oh, yeah. Because I mean, Throne of Glass is eight or nine books. So I obviously bought all of those, read every single one. I mean, and the last two books, the last book in Throne of Glass is 900 pages. So it's a huge book. Then you get to Crescent City. There's two books out right now. And the third one comes out this month. But on top of that, each different seller that she has, so Barnes & Noble, Walmart, Target, there's like five different sellers that each have different bonus chapters. So you have to pick which bonus chapter you think you might want and get it from that seller. Like I pre-ordered the book from Walmart. I've never ordered a book from Walmart in my life. Like on pre-order. And I did it because I needed this specific bonus chapter that I knew was going to be only at Walmart. But like, what am I going to do about the Barnes and Noble chapter? I don't know. Like, she's going to get her bag. These women are entrepreneurs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my God. Yeah, it's like a lot. That's crazy. Yeah. I wonder what their sales are. Remember when Colleen Hoover like popped off and she sold more books in the Bible for like the first time ever? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was insane. Was it It Ends With Us? Is that what it is? It was. No, it was all of her books collectively. I think it was 2020 because it was when all this stuff started to pop off. Okay. And yeah. all of a sudden she's back on the times list for books that were released 10 years ago. Yeah, because I read Colleen Hoover in high school, which I thought was crazy because when I picked back up reading, obviously I like read a couple Colleen Hoover books and I was like, I remember reading her in high school. Like I read a bunch of her stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting, but like they are going to get their bag. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I actually would love this would be a good podcast episode for me to do just because I'm interested in it. I would love to know the actual like finances behind being an author at that level. Yeah. Because when they're doing all of those, like she's doing exclusive deals for these books. A hundred percent. I wonder like what that is. Oh, Brandon was trying to tell me because I'm like always ordering all these books and like, I'm like, I mean, she's got to be like so rich. Like I'll be like talking about different authors. He's like, you think they're like rich? And I'm like, are you on the right planet? He thinks like I'm the only person in the world that reads. Like, do you know what I mean? Like he like thinks it's so weird that I just like read all day. I'm like, you know, like they make a lot of money. He's like, I mean, they can't make that. And I'm like, are you delusional? They're selling like, millions I'm not of books. the only, it's not like there's like a couple hundred people yeah. reading. Like, what? <laughs> and they're getting like movie deals. Yeah, it's like, I'm like, oh, they're just like randomly on Hulu, but they're a nobody. Like, what yeah. are you talking about? Like, that's not how that works. I mean, they're, I'm, I don't think you make a ton of money as an author who's yes. not selling, but obviously exactly. I know that's like a hard, I'm, but we're talking about I'm the talking about the Colleen Hoover's right and the people now. who are like getting, like she's getting a deal that and like so Blake funny. Lively's going to be in her movie. I'm like, you don't think she's making money off that? Like what? <laughs> it doesn't make sense. That is crazy. I am going to go back though and read Iron Flame, like finish it because I need to like- Good luck. Actually, maybe I'm not because it honestly just like wasn't bringing me joy. Okay, but can I just be honest? Like Iron Flame was not bringing me that much joy. And because it's such a long book, I had to download it on Audible and like listen to it. Like I, I also had, did that and I'm I had still to, at 42%. Yeah, I had to start like listening while I was doing the laundry and stuff mm-hmm. because I was like, I physically can't sit here and read this anymore. Like we got to I put it on two point like 
two yes, times speed. I did too. And it's like speaking really fast in my ear. I'm like, come on, like let's just <laughs> let's get, let's get through this book. When you're reading books that are 900 pages long, yeah, are you ever like, okay, like let's hurry this up? No, not if it's good. Like with yeah. Throne of Glass, I'm like, oh my god, like this can't end. Like I'm like, there's too much. Like, we have so much to talk about. But you know, you can tell when a book. Like when you're enjoying what you're reading by like how yeah. long it takes you to finish like those books. Like I feel like when you're really invested, it's like nothing. You just like breeze through it or you like really enjoy it. Like there's some books I take my time and read because I'm like, I know that this is just like a chill book. But if it's really good, like with Fourth Wing, I was like, this is done in a day. I cannot put this down. Like yeah. I have to know what happens. I'm too invested. I was dying. I like couldn't yeah. do anything besides read that book. I couldn't even sleep. I was like literally <laughs> dreaming of them. I was like, well, what Same. are they doing with their dragons? Like I'm so <sighs> on another planet right now. But I, it just makes me so sad that Iron Flame was that. You know what is so weird? Like when I found out, because I had already read, what's the book, the things we left, remember? Yeah, things we left behind. Thing, no. Things we never got over. No, see, this is the issue with books. They use that's about a series. five words <laughs> and they just mix them up. Okay, exactly. <laughs> no, the other one by, I'm going to look it up because Margot read it and was so obsessed with this book, made us all read it and we all loved it. It wasn't fantasy, okay? It was, Rebecca Yaros, by the way, is like, I read so many of her books last year or this 2023. I saw, I saw, yeah. Oh my God, so many of her like romance books and I love them. Okay, so, oh, the things we leave unfinished. So okay. I wasn't that far off. That is, I would. That is so not a fantasy book. Okay, that is. Yeah. So when I found out, because for some reason to me, the fact that an author can write a different, like a different genre, a different like, genre, yeah. not even a different genre. Like for some reason, it's only this only applies to fantasy. Yeah. Like when you're a fantasy writer, I feel like you're just a fantasy writer because it's so specific. I agree. And the fact that you can, <laughs> I don't even know why I feel this way. But when I found out. That the woman who wrote Fourth Wing was the, I, I was filming myself as I put this together in my head, mm -hmm. was the same woman who wrote The Things We Leave Unfinished. Yeah. I was, I couldn't get over it. I literally, to me, that was like the craziest thing that I'd ever seen. Yeah, I, I, feel that, I feel that way too. Like, certain, like I feel that way, like even with like thriller authors, like yeah. I'm like, there's, I just can't picture you really writing anything else, which mm -hmm. is like literally not true at all. But like, I'm like, you're a thriller author. Like, yeah. don't write anything else. No, and like not, fair of us to say and not yeah. cool but like for some reason yeah like I just put you in a box yeah. you have to stay in that box <laughs> or else it doesn't really fit with my narrative that I have of you totally totally yeah. but I will say Rebecca Yaros I'll read off one of my favorite books of 2023 so she writes a lot I believe her husband is I'm assuming a veteran something of that sort he okay. served I think okay because a lot of her books have to do with like people in service of some sort okay. right so they all have like military ties but I never thought I would like be into that at all until I just happened to read more of her books because I was like, oh, I really like these two. I'll like give it a try. The Last Letter by Rebecca Yaros is one of my favorite books I've ever read. I've heard of this. Yes. I was reading it in my pool and I finished and I was sobbing by myself. See, like, I love books like that. It was though. so good. And anyone I send that book to and has read it has texted me and like there's like tears, like photos once they finish. It was so good. I also liked In the Likely Event by her. And then I read a couple others. I didn't, I, I pretty much loved all of them. But the last letter and in the likely event were my top I, two. I think I could branch out and read some more books by her. It's just like kind of weird and revert. You know what yes. I mean? Like that's what I'm reading saying. Iron Flame and Fourth Wing and then being like, wait, you wrote this? Like, it's just, what is this? It's so what are the dragons. It's also <laughs> weird because a lot of them, like just the fact that they all have those ties, which mm -hmm. I love when an author does that. Like I love when they have some sort of common theme. Like Jennifer Hillier is one of my favorite 
thriller authors and she writes everything in the Pacific Northwest. Like I like things yes. like that. Yes. So I think it's cool that she has those ties and like people I've never really read. I mean, I know there's other books that they have that ties. Yes. I've just never read them. And I really like that, but it's just so crazy. I mean, she is a woman, Rebecca Yaros, a woman of many talents. Okay? <laughs> a woman of many talents. She's very multifaceted. She really is. She but I love anything. that for her. I really do love that for her. Okay, we have our phones because we have so many things. We haven't even gotten to this part. <laughs> yeah, we just like started rambling. Like literally. <laughs> yeah. What? Actually, let's do, I know I gave you top three books of all time, but I changed mine to this year. So you can give us your top three books because I've already said it a billion times and I don't really know. I change my mind like every day. Okay. Can I guess yours? Okay, yeah, but I don't know if you'll guess it. I feel like mine are... Because yeah. I don't know them. Yeah. Well, we I was going to say A Court of Thorns and Roses. <laughs> You're very close. Um, That's not even on your top three. Well, of all time, of all Sarah J. Mass books, like if I were to just lump a series, Throne of Glass was my favorite series that I've ever read by her. That's like, oh, that yeah. was actually her first fantasy series that she ever wrote. And it's the one that's eight books. Wow. And it's my favorite Do you thing think ever. I read and it? I read that in 2023 and I loved it so much. I mean, yes, but did you finish A Court of Thorns and Rose? Like, did you no, ever? I, I don't think, I don't think, yeah, I was <laughs> going to say, I don't think you like literally care. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I like want to, like I could see myself getting Throne into it. Throne of Glass is very, very good. And to me, I like it more because like I said, like I like character development and I like to read different people's perspectives with a Court of Thorns and Roses, you just get like Pharaoh's perspective and that's it. Like it's only about mm -hmm. her. In the other ones, you eventually get, you get like a bunch of different like POVs, I like which I really enjoy because I feel like I know like even the side characters, like I'm like, I know everything about you because I got your POV. Like of the A Court of Thorns and Roses series, which book was your favorite? Maybe the last one, Silver Flames, or there's like a nostalgia that I have for reading the second one. Mist and Fury is so good and... It's like after you read that first book, which is like world building, you know, it is very world building. Like you're like, I have no idea what I'm reading. It's basically gibberish. The first like five <laughs> chapters because you're like, these I'm, are words I've never heard. I literally of. was like, what is like yeah. a fairy, whatever. I literally yeah. was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> so like after the first book, like that second book, I don't know. It's like so special to me. I don't know. I love. I was hoping all. you were going to say the third one because that's what I have next. Oh, Wings and Ruin is fire. How do you remember all these names? I, okay. I said this the other day. My friends always make fun of me. I remember everything. You know how people will be like, oh my God, I read a book. I don't even know the plot of it. I remember like every single thing about every book ever. That's a really good thing. There's, I, I think remember... I have a photographic memory. I think that's what it is. Like I can like literally see like, oh, wow. that, like in my head, I'm like, I like know where I could find that in the book. Oh, Does that wow. makes sense. Yeah, you have a photographic memory for sure. That's what that is, right? If a book is unique in the sense that it's just not, the same story told over and over again, I'll remember it. But if mm -hmm. it's some, when they start to mesh together with other books, I cannot tell you. Yeah. Maybe I'll outgrow that, but I pretty much remember like everything. Like I know exactly what happens in Wings of Ruin. Like if you were to text me and be like, oh, I'm at this part. I'm like, I know it's, I know exactly what's happening after that. And I haven't read it since 2022. Like I'll wow. know, but I'm a freak. Okay. So top three books of all time. Top three books of all time. I'm going to say series wise. Well, I'm going to say of 2023, of my favorite, I'm going to say Throne of Glass is my favorite series. And then I read One True Loves mm -hmm. by Taylor Jenkins Reid. I love that. And I loved that book so much. Like I, I, I don't know. It just was like really beautiful. I really enjoyed it a lot. And I did not like, this is my unpopular opinion. I know you asked me this. 
I did not like Seven Husbands. Oh my god, I loved that book. I did not like that book, and so That's I was like, to me. when my when my friend Poppy was like, you got to read One True Love. So I was like, I don't know. Like I just wasn't really feeling that completely redeemed. Like I was like, this is the best book ever. I'm obsessed with it. Justice for Taylor Jenkins reads early romance novels. Yeah. I've read every one of them. I actually really like them and they're not very well liked. They're not so, like spoken positively I mean, I literally, about. Yeah, I'd never heard of that. Yeah. And I, when I read it, I was like, this is like literally one of my favorite books that I've ever read. Like yes. I was like sobbing towards the end of it. And it's like, when a book is like that small, mm-hmm. it was like a pretty short book, but I'm like, if you can like make me feel that way, totally. this connected in such a short amount of time, I feel like that speaks so much I don't know. I just really, really enjoyed that book. I loved it. I love her early romance novels. I yeah. like those better than the stuff that's been coming out, honestly, besides Seven Husbands. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what it was. Did you read like Malibu Rising? Carrie no, Soda? I do not love either of them. I didn't read Malibu Rising because I, I was Carrie going Soda, to, actually. but I started with Seven Husbands and I just I really yeah. didn't enjoy it. And so but then her books are so different. Like, honestly, that's how I feel now. Yeah. Knowing after reading When True Loves, I'm like, OK, like. I don't need to like put her in that box because I feel like I did. And so now I can like read some more by her and like actually really enjoy them. But yeah, I really liked that one. I don't know what my, I don't know my third all-time favorite would be. I was going to say Before We Were Strangers, which is crazy because I read that last week. But like it was immediately, I think probably one of my favorite books ever, which everyone said it would be when I posted that I was reading it. If not that, since that's this year, I would say Normal People. Before We Were Strangers is the book that got me into romance reading. Really? I thought I, I didn't realize that I liked romance books prior. I read that book in 2020 and I sat down. This is like peak COVID when I was reading mm-hmm. five books a week and I would get in bed at like 5 p.m. With me? my like fake, like I'd have like kombucha and a wine glass and I would sit there in my townhouse and I would just sit and read. I read that book in one sitting. I yeah. stayed up that night. I couldn't stop reading it. I think Lauren Elizabeth and I read it around the same time. Like all of our like book friends at yeah. that point. And I just couldn't stop. I could still tell you everything about that book. And I read it probably 300 books ago. It is so good. But that's the one I used to, that actually is when I give like, oh, if you're a new reader, these are like the three books you should read. I would 100% that's always on that list. Yeah, I would 100% recommend so it now that I've read it. And you, one of the things that we were just talking about pet peeves, I do not like in books, I do not like a dual timeline. It is, mm-hmm. it bothers me so much. It's way too much. I, I, it's just like, it's overwhelming for me and I don't enjoy that. But Before We Were Strangers has a dual timeline and I loved it. So I'm like the fact that that didn't affect me and it's one of my favorite books says a lot because the second I open a book and it's a dual timeline, I'm like, I got to go. I got to I, I have I, to exit. I used to be like that now that I and I don't I, like I don't mind it anymore, but I used to really hate it. Yeah, it bothers me a lot for I some reason. What, maybe Before We Were Strangers cured Before We Were Strangers, I loved it. It didn't bother me at all. It's such a quick read and it's so good. Yeah. Like, so good. I like am like praising it to every single person. I'm like, oh, have you read this book? You have to read it next. I don't yeah. care what you had planned. Read this one. It's really quick too. Like, yeah. it's like a short book. Okay, so I wrote down actually five. because I Oh, I'd love to hear it. <laughs> but I just had like backup, okay? First one I already said, The Last Letter by Rebecca Yaros. Yes. Okay. I read 20 Years Later, Charlie Donnelly. And I did that as a book club book. Amazing book club book. Not every book is a book club book, okay? Mm-hmm. You need to be able to discuss it. A horrible, horrible book club book would be It Starts With Us. There's nothing to discuss, okay? You need something that has multiple different timelines, a lot of different perspectives. You need something that's very layered and you really have to think about it because then you actually have things to discuss. You need a lot going on in the book. That book, amazing for a book club. Anyways, I loved that one. A little wild card to love Jason Thorne. 
by Ella Mays. Mays, I don't know how you actually say, say her name. Have you read that one? Mm-mm. Loved it. Margaret recommended it to me. And I was like, okay, it's like one of those like cutesy animated cover. Like I didn't know if I was yeah. actually gonna like it. Loved that book. I read that book. I was flying to LA. I started that book the night before my flight, finished it, started the sequel after. And serious? I finished it by the time the next morning I'd finished two books by the time I was walking onto the plane. I love when that happened. Was obsessed. I love those. And it was to hate Adam Connors, the second one. Oh, I've heard of that one. Okay. It's good. It's a sequel, but I love, I mean, I love them both, but still love Jason Thorne's better. Okay. This year I read a ton of Frida McFadden and a ton of Rebecca Yaros. Frida McFadden's an amazing thriller writer and they're quick, they're fast. Sure. They're replications of other books. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Sewer. Whatever. But I still love them. So it doesn't really matter. The Inmate by Frida McFadden. Have you read The Inmate? Yep. Loved I it. loved that book. It was so good. I mean, there was a little whiplash at the end. The, a lot The ending on. was a little chaotic for yes, me. Yes, I agree. But it was still so intriguing the it's my, whole way through. My only critique of the book was that the there was too much going on at the end. The end was too overwhelming. And I felt like there were she was trying to tie up a lot of loose mm-hmm. ends in a short amount of time. That was the only thing for me. Like, I was like, I feel like you're really trying to make this all mesh together when like, it needs to be like spaced out a little more. Yes. A little chaotic. Did you see the ending coming? Kind of. Same. I could, I was, I just remember reading, I could see it going e- either way. Yeah. Like, I, but I mean, I guess, I guess that's the point. But yeah, I could kind of see it coming, but not with the mom. Like I, I was yeah. so thrown by that. I was like, I'm so confused. I just read, this isn't, I'm not even going to say the fifth book was Five Star Weekend, but I've talked about that so many times on this podcast so on the book episode. So I'm not going to say it, but I just read The Surrogate Mother by her. And yes. or, okay. And it, I mean, obviously it's about surrogacy and probably very much like trigger warning. Like I wouldn't recommend yeah. it if that's like, a, like in all seriousness, but the book was really good. But the ending, it, you really just never, I, I really couldn't tell where it was going. And like, I wanted so badly for like one person to actually be fine and like, clear and in the whatever, but they confuse you. You know what my biggest pet peeve and it's a book. I just got scared. it. When the narrator lies to you. Oh, I love it. Like oh my the God, perfect I marriage. It. No, I hate, I did love the perfect marriage, but, but like also, she lied. Like, the perfect marriage. Here's the thing. That book was incredible, but like in thrillers, no more wives killing the husbands or the wives doing it. Like, well, yeah, I'm so, I'm like sick of it. It's like old news It's so to me. old news. Like that's what I always say. Like a good thriller is when the wife doesn't kill the husband. And that book was so amazing. And then it was literally the most basic, obvious yeah. ending. Like that book would have been like a six star to me, but it had the ending, like just Gone made Girl. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like a lot of the thriller books I read are like very Gone Girl vibe. Yes. Like, you know, like they just have that like twist with like the wife or whatever yes. it is. And I just, I feel like as a society, like as a culture, we're past that. Like we need to like. Yeah, I'm past it. I'm past it. But I do love a liar. See, I I mean, like I love a liar, <laughs> but I don't like that they're lying. I don't like it because it makes me think like, okay, so I can't trust anything you said. Like there's another one of Frida's book where the narrator's a liar. And I'm like, I just don't like it when you're lying to me. Like, I would like to be in on it with you. I would also like to be lying with you. Like, I'm, I'm, I'll back you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But I don't like when they lie to us. Like the silent patient. Like, that's a big fat lie. I did love that book. Now that I but I like it. it. Like, I finished I, that book in a day. It's like a lie in the right way. Yes. I don't know. Yes. Sometimes. Yeah, I guess that like, is I'm an like, exception. you did lie to me the whole time, but like, as you should. Like, that made sense. <laughs> and go off. And go off. <laughs> do what you have to do. Yeah. I liked that. That's actually pretty good. Okay. Top three books for a new reader. Okay. Let me find it. Okay. Before oh. we were strangers for me, I would give someone seven husbands because I'm also always thinking like you need to read a book that there's a lot of conversations around because it makes it more fun and you're part of like, you're part of like the group, you know? 
Yeah. And then, okay, I would say like a Frida McFadden. I would honestly say like The Last Mrs. Parish is what I would do. It's not Frida McFadden. Frida yes. McFadden, The Housemaid is a copy of The Last Mrs. Parish. Yeah. Which I wish I would have read. I wish I wouldn't have read The Last Mrs. Parish, honestly. And I yeah. would have just read The Housemaid. Yeah. But anyway. I actually put, so I put like three different genres because whenever people ask me for book recs, I'm like, you could like anything. I really don't know. The Silent Patient is what I recommend. That was one of the first. I loved it. That was one of the first thrillers I read. And I was like, reading is so incredible. Like, <laughs> I like, I saw love, the light. Yeah, I was like, I have seen the light and this is the best book ever. I'm also, I'm a true crime girly. I'm a thriller girly. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are always like, when they read thrillers, like, is it really scary though? And I'm like, it's not like scary like yes it's creepy but it's more like it's mystery vibe so I would say the silent patient because I loved that Mm -hmm. I also just recommended to Lindsay and like a couple other friends I was telling them because they like romance things we never got over by Lucy score those three books once you start with that first one with Knox you're just like God, this is so good. Grumpy, Grumpy Sunshine. sunshine. <laughs> Obsessed. I didn't like the second one, though. But no, I, no, no. The second one wasn't that great. But the third one. Third one I loved. Oh, my God. The third one was so good. So yes. I recommend those because I think those are great romance. And they're not like Colleen Hoover because yes. some of those I think are maybe too like they're too short and maybe they're a little too adolescent now. Lucy Score is a great great author right I read I, I went love through her. a phase when I find an author that I like I read every single book of theirs that's who I am yeah so I do love Lucy score I would say like a things we never got over by Lucy score or anything Lauren Asher like the fine print those are romance novels like that's what mm-hmm. I would recommend to like a romance reader and then obviously I tell people to wear like read Sarah J Mass. like yeah I'm, every single person that I can put on that book like I will yeah. I get like 20 texts a day being like, what do you recommend for this? I know you're the same way because yeah. you're like a book recommender. So I'm sure everyone texts you as well. But when it comes to fantasy, it's like overwhelming, I feel like. And people are very confused. So I always recommend it. I make everyone read it. I know. I really do because I feel like I just I read so much too that like at a certain point, like there's not like when I asked her Rex at this point, just because it's all I do, I don't watch TV. Yeah. I, there's nothing that anyone can recommend. Like I have to keep finding things. Besides fantasy. So I really just gotta, I gotta yeah. lean in. Yeah. Okay, where do you normally get your book recs from? I get book recs from TikTok. Like if I follow, there's a one girl, I'm sure you've seen her. Her name's Steph. Her lesson is the B. I see her, I follow her on YouTube actually. Okay. She has a YouTube channel that I'm subscribed to and she does like, she reads like all the time. Like she does like a 24 hour book reading challenge. So she'll see like how many books she can read in that. I just like to take, book recs from her that I really enjoy and she's just reads like all romance ones but honestly mostly like TikTok or I'll do the thing where I'll find an author that I'm like really obsessed Mm -hmm. with and then I'll read every single book by that author because I'm like I love you so I do that a lot like I'll just like find one author and stick to them for like a month and read everything they have and then move on to the next I have certain friends that we have the exact same taste so I'll always, like Lauren Elizabeth and I have the exact same book taste. But, you know, she's become a mother recently. So she's been reading less. And now she used to read more than me. Now I read more than her. So mm-hmm. now, like, I'm not really getting many recs anymore. But I've seen she's been back. So that's very yeah. helpful. My friend Claudia, we're like Instagram friends. She's actually Colleen Hoover's assistant, too. So okay. that's helpful because she, like, also loves the book world and whatever. And we're always, like, messaging about different books. I love to get recs from her. And then I've never read a book from Book Talk that I liked. 
Like that someone, really? yeah, I've never, every time I read a book and I'm like, oh, this, I just must be picking the wrong ones. I'm like, why did I do that? Like this, why did I do that? Like, I also like, it, I feel like that speaks so much to the types of books that I read versus like what you read. Like we like completely yeah. like different books, like different books, but also like, I feel like the best recommendations are just like by friends. Like if I'm in conversations with people and like, they'll be telling me what they just read. I'm like, okay, I'll add it to my Goodreads right now. And then Same. I go home and finish it. So like, in conversation, I get great book ideas that way. Same. I'm always adding things on TBR and Goodreads. Yeah. You know what I've been thinking of? I've been thinking about switching over to like Storygraph or Fable or the other ones because the actual interface is better. Well, yeah. Goodreads has had the same yes. interface for like 20 years. Like I've used this forever and it's always looked the same. Yes. I just like wouldn't. I don't know. I like it. I don't want to get rid of it. I don't want to get rid of it either. I think I would like do multiple and just like see yeah. which one I like the best. I do like Goodreads, but I just feel like it could be better. Yeah. I, you know oh, what I mean? hundred percent. Every time I open it up, but I, I kind of like that it's outdated. Yeah, it kind of it's like nostalgic. Like yeah. I have like all my old books on there that I read when I was like in elementary school. I'm like, this is funny. Yeah, I haven't like switched clearly, so I don't care that much. A lot of mine are in conversation now. I have my friend Allison actually that is always texting me. We have the same book recs. I have friends that like we have the same podcast recs, so we send each other podcasts like every week. I have friends with the same book recs, so we send each other books. So I yeah. feel like now it really is more of a one on one connect. I'm not getting as many, but I think with book talk, I. And I don't follow book talk people. So I think I just don't follow the right ones for me. I think I'm just seeing random. And I'm like, oh, I'm seeing this talked about a lot. And I'm on the wrong algorithm for me. You yeah. know what I mean? Because I'm like, that was literally the worst book. And my friends in Dallas are the same way. They're like, anything I read off book talk, it's the worst book I've ever read. I think we're on the wrong one. Can you, <laughs> I think we're on the wrong one. Can you like give an example of like a book that you saw on book talk and then you're like, wow, that was a huge waste of my time. Okay, I'm trying to think because I haven't read one in a while at this point. I don't know. One that I can give an example that was a friend was a couple of my friends read the Spanish love deception or whatever and said okay, it was the worst yeah. book they've ever read. Okay, yeah, I'm But like, I that. hate to say that because I feel bad. I feel like, I feel like really like sensitive towards like being mean about books. Oh, see, that's the thing is like, I don't care. Like, I know that my, also my taste in books is like so random too. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I'm not like offended ever. Well, like, no, I mean for the author. Oh, like, yeah. That's you know so what I mean? true. I'm like, wait. Like, if feelings. I, <laughs> I'm like, oh, God. Like, I used, I, I don't want them to seem like the reviews ever. I that's how them. I feel about, like, when I talk about Iron Flame. Like, I'm like, yeah. I'm so sorry. Because I love you. Yes. I love the book. But I'm so sorry. I just feel like it's, like, really personal. I have to be honest, though. I have to tell the girls. I'm sorry. You I know? have to tell them the truth. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But I, like, screenshot a lot of wrecks that I see on Instagram. Yeah. But I think my main thing, too, when I first started getting into reading, I was reading... Well, I've always been into reading, but when I got back to reading fiction as an adult, like four years mm -hmm. ago, I just went through the Before We Were Strangers and Last Lessons Parish, like the gateway drugs to reading. Yes. And I read all of those. And then I was like, okay, these are my favorite authors. I read all of those books. And then I sometimes if I really don't know, I'll go on Amazon and just type the book in and then go to the ones that are recommended, recommended. but like beneath. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's mainly yeah. where I'm getting the racks. Do you think we have any more unpopular opinions on books? Like, can you think of... Let me see if I wrote anything down. I put, okay, have you heard the Chestnut Spring series? Okay, I haven't read it, but I see it everywhere. And I don't know if I'm going to read it because I don't know if I'm like, a, I don't know if I'm like a cowgirl romance or like cowboy romance it, reader. It's not really, I wouldn't say it's like, That's what I thought it's it not was. cowboy in the way that you think it is. Okay. It's not, I read the first book and I like was like, this is the book people are talking. Like normally I'm with the girls. Like normally I agree with everyone. I was like, this was not good, but I posted it. And besides my first Akatar review, that was the most controversial. And everyone's like, just read the second book. It's so amazing. There were so many comments saying that. So I will read the second book, but I just did not like the, like, 
it, I was like, all right, let's get through this. Like, okay. I felt that way. I just read Say You Swear by Megan Brandy or Brady or something like that. Mm-hmm. And everyone, like I posted and I was like, I cannot finish this book. You guys like, this is like really like, it's really difficult for me. And they were like, oh my God, like you just have to get like more than half, like read a little bit more. And I'm like, I'm 75% yeah. through this book. It's not for me. Like, and so I feel like that was like a book that I just read that I was like, mm, wow, that was painful. Yeah. Christina Lauren for me also is like very hit or miss. Cause I loved I Christina to love in other words. I think oh, okay. title. I loved that book, but there's other ones that I just like, like the Unhoneymooners. I feel like is on everyone's list. And like, I just like never read it. I never read it. And I like try, I'm like, I just wouldn't, but it's enemies to lovers. I think, wait, maybe this is unpopular for me. I've never read Emily Henry. I've never read a single book by her. And I don't think that I ever will. I was actually going to ask that about like, I don't think earlier. I've ever read uh, well, I mean, I know I haven't read any Emily Henry, but I don't think I actually ever will read an Emily Henry book. I loved Beach Read and I love, I liked the last one and I did not like the other two like I at all. She's the, very hit or miss for me. I think the reason I probably won't is because I feel like those books, I should have read them in the time that I was getting into reading. Yes, totally. I think it was like a, if you're coming into reading, those yep. would have been good books to read, but I never read them when I was starting out. So now that I've read so much and there's so many authors that I love, I'm like, this isn't probably going to do it for me, totally. which is maybe not right because everyone loves it. Like maybe I'll give it a chance one day, but. Well, to be fair, I read Beach Read when I was getting back into fiction reading. Yeah. I always think that like what books I would go back and actually hate now. Yeah. That I read then and I thought this is the best thing that's ever, you know, and yeah. now I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. You know what? Like I am worried. Like do you like as much as I love Frieda McFadden, I am always saying like, guys, they're literally copies of another book, like the exact same plot line. Yeah. Do you think I'm going to get like sued for defamation? I just want to say allegedly she does that. Allegedly that's what's happening. And But I I don't care. I will read I don't every Frieda McFadden book ever. I love if, them. If anything, I kind of appreciate it because if you like a certain book, it's not the only one that I was like, okay, I didn't like was The Houseman in the sense of like, it, I just knew exactly what was going to happen. So it yeah. took away the, oh, this is exciting. I just read the one that's like a Verity ripoff and I liked that one. So if you, <laughs> what, I don't what know which one was. Let me look this up because if you like Verity, you should read this book. It's the exact same thing. <laughs> well, I mean, they're all, they all kind of give that. Wait, which one was it though? I can't even, um, did I not put it on my Goodreads? Oh my God, that's horrible. Let me see, because this is actually a good rack. The lo- was it the locked door? Okay, I literally cannot remember. Okay, I honestly can't remember. I'll figure it out. I'll put it on the Instagram. But honestly, I just want to say like, I love Freedom McFadden and I don't care if they're loosely yeah. inspired. They're just good. Have you read Lucy Foley? I Any don't, books by I her? I don't like Lucy Foley, I think. Wait, really? Isn't that, I, the Paris Apartment? That's is that okay. Her? I didn't like that book at all. Okay, that's okay because I think she has like an interesting writing style. Yeah. The way she does it, it's like yeah, five people, you read all their perspectives, the whole book. But you would love that because you love the different perspectives. I love that because I love a different perspective, but I love her for thrillers. Like I read The Guest List uh-huh. by her and then I read The Paris Apartment and I loved them. But then I recommended it to Poppy and she was like, I didn't like that. It was too bouncy. Like I was bouncing around to different people. Yeah. I love that, which is so interesting. Have you ever read Ellen Hildebrand? No. I just don't. And I always think see it's you, for you. I, yeah, I always see but you posting about I it, asked, but I feel like I can tell... I can tell by certain things that if I won't like it, but then I'm like, there's certain books that are like so opposite to what I like that I really enjoy. I actually think that you would like The Perfect Couple. Okay. 
Maybe and it's it always list. different. It's a lot of different perspectives. I love Ellen. Like we're so upset. That's why we do our Nantucket trip. We literally yeah. are friends with her at this point. Like we like yeah. talk to her. I always see you talking about her and I just I never know if it's my vibe. Like I'm like such a little like smut queen. Like yes. that's just like, it, like a romance novel for me. Like I'm like, if there's actually no smut in it, like what am I, yeah, what am I doing here? I just love Nantucket too. Like that's my favorite place in the world. I know. So I love, and I, again, I love an author that has a common theme and yeah. she has her, her last book on Nantucket, like she's retiring her Nantucket novels okay. after this, I think it comes out in like June. And I just love her and her books all tie together. There's the same I love that. people. And also like when we went to Nantucket for the first time, I knew everything because you're it's like, all I've, in the book. I've read about this. Yes. And like they even do, like we stayed at the Nantucket Hotel when Hotel Nantucket came out. Like there's certain drinks from her novels that they do now. Like there's certain products that are sold because of that. I mean, she's like the Kim Kardashian of Nantucket. Like seriously. I love that though. I do I love, love when characters connect. I love when authors like continue characters throughout like a bunch of series. Yes. Like you get to know that. I, I love that. It's really cool. So I do like that. And I do think you would like the perfect couple and I'll add it. Yeah. That's like getting um, add it to my list. made into a movie right now. Yeah. Last thing we're going to do. Hollywood casting for Akatar. Oh, this is so hard for me though. Like I was thinking about it. The way that I picture like Rhysand, like the way I picture him is like, he's too beautiful. He doesn't exist. Okay, got it. In my head. Mm -hmm. <laughs> is there, wait, okay, sorry. This is a little bit off topic. Mm -hmm. Is there like a person, like a, are there like people that you always picture? Like I picture like the same, like four guys. Like every time I read a book, like I'm like, you're in this category. So whenever I'm reading it, I'm like, I picture you or I picture the same girl every time. Yes, but sense? they're not, they're not, real people they're not celebrities no and i don't even honestly i don't even have like facial recognition to the characters like they just okay. exist what i will say is i have about four houses that i always picture everything in yes and it's so random because it's like it's like friends that weren't like my best friend growing up like, i saw you talk about this it's so bizarre like one of the houses i actually should have told this like what it's like a friend of mine that like i've known forever i her mom does my interest i was on the like, phone with her this week and i was like i should tell her this but i forgot i i picture books in there and I did go to their house a lot growing up but like I don't know why I picked that house I pick another and they're all like middle school friends yeah. that I don't I don't know why it's those houses yeah. so it's more so the locations than it is characters the girl is always me okay like, that's how I always pick. <laughs> like like yeah. literally how do I make this about me no like they'll be like she had like red hair and she was five two I'm like no 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 she had blue yeah. eyes she's brown hair absolutely she's five five she looks exactly Completely. like me like i yes. just kind of switch things oh my god if they have a man bun no they don't they've no, never they don't. had a man bun it's like they not don't. happening danielle and brooke like they take descriptions very seriously in books this is what i've no. noticed about them and i just like to make my own description the author will say anything like ellen is very descriptive she'll give you every single thing and nope. they're like I just like change it if I don't like it or whatever. And I'm like, no, I don't even change it if I don't like it. Like I, I, I change it anyway. It's in one ear, out the other. Like they look like what I want them to look this like. This is selective to me. Yes. Like I actually don't have to go I, with what you're saying. Yes. Like I know I should, but you don't really look how I thought you would look. Mm -hmm. So like, we're not going to do that. We have selective reading. Yeah, I yeah. have selective reading for sure. The yeah. girls always look like me and the guy always looks like Theo James. Like I'm like, I yeah. actually don't really care. It's either like Theo James or, oh, when I was reading Things We Never Got Over by Lucy Score, it's like country you know like grumpy yeah. sunshine i'm like you are so matthew mcconaughey like you're country <gasps> yes. like you're just like hot 
Like that's what we're going I for. I need to date like a Matthew McConaughey. That's like exactly the vibe that I need that to date. That is the vibe. Who's like 30. So if someone like knows someone, let me know. Okay, we'll figure this out. Yeah. I'll get on that. But I definitely have selective reading. How do you feel about it, the It Ends With Us casting and stuff? Horrible. I mean, Terrible. <laughs> Don't even want to look at it. Like I can't. It's like really bad. You know, maybe in the movie it will come across differently because there's been some like movies that I feel like have strange casting that I'm like, I wouldn't have picked that. And then it kind of fits the role. So yeah. maybe it will work out in the end. But I don't. I, I love Blake Lively, but I really don't feel like that's the role that she should have been in. I also think it's a very young book and I just it's just not right. Did you listen to Colleen's explanation? Like, did you I see didn't. this? So the explanation behind why they're so much older than they are in the books is because when she read and when she wrote it into this, whatever, what's what is his job? He's like a surgeon. Something yeah, 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 yeah. At 24. You can't be that at 24. Yeah. So she's like, there wasn't really much thought process behind the age and the career path that he was in. Yeah. So we had to age them up for the film. We were correcting it in the film. And I'm like, honestly, just stick with it. Yeah, it makes sense. It's just, I don't know. I just didn't love I don't feel good about casting. it. When it comes to Akatar, I don't know how I picture man because I picture him really beautiful. When it comes to the girl, Feyre, I picture her like maybe not looking this way, but like personality vibe wise, I kind of picture her as like Emma Watson, like mm-hmm. someone who like, has like a strong personality but also was like a little bit more shy because I feel like that's kind of delicate yes kind of delicate in a way like I don't picture them like super like fierce do you know what I mean totally but like does have a backbone and kind of like the hair yes the texture of the hair is kind of like wispy almost like I don't know how to describe it I don't even know if that makes sense but like full but like thin and like blowing in the wind yeah you know what I mean yes exactly I <laughs> like also that I got I put on this for fourth wing for Violet I picture her as that Alexandra Daddario girl she's from Percy Jackson you know the okay yes. really blue eyes yes yes and like super dark totally. hair I like see her as Violet like I'm like totally. that could be you she has like a striking like yes look to her and like I feel like she plays characters that are that way very striking mm-hmm. that's good that's my picture. But like I picture like the same like four guys like every single time I read a book. It's like Paul Walker. Like I literally dream of this man. <laughs> it's like sickening. Paul Walker, Matthew McConaughey, yeah, Theo I James. Just, I just feel like I don't even know who I picture. Like I feel like yeah. I don't physically see them. I don't know how to describe it. And then it's me. Yeah, yeah. Obviously. <laughs> it's just us. It's just The selective. common denominator is myself. The <laughs> common denominator is every character looks like me. It like bothers me. Like when I'm reading the book and then they're like, yeah. And she like put her like red ponytail up I'm like oh my god you're like, annoying me stop that's she not literally didn't that's not what she looks like she doesn't look like that she looks just like me god you're like I'm like you're interrupting my fantasy you're like killing my vibe this is your book but you're killing my vibe no that's like so real yeah that's so real yeah, that's how it has to be okay we need to do another book episode at like the end of the year so I we would can, love that maybe we can do like all of our reads from this year and go through it or something yeah that would be so fun what is your goodreads goal like I think I have like 55 this year. Okay, that's good. I did 100 one year. Oh. And I read 11 books in January. That's pretty and much that was chill. incredible. I could not. It well, was maybe. hard too because like when you start dating, like I started dating someone and that was tough for a couple months. Honestly, the reason my Goodreads got screwed up this past year was because I had a couple months there where I was always on the phone and this person really <laughs> disrupted my reading time. Yeah. And honestly, like good riddance because then I got back to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's really hard when you're like dating yeah, you're in no. a good place because you guys have been together. So you're not like on the phone. You oh, live together. Yeah. I'm like, please leave me alone. <laughs> like go in the other room and yeah. do, do not interrupt this time. This is like sacred time for yeah. me. Yeah, I do a lot of like, I read a lot of nonfiction too. And because I read it every morning. So yes. I should do an entire solo episode on nonfiction book racks. Yeah, I would love that because I honestly need more that are that way. I've got good ones that aren't 
too much, but like I'm genuinely learning. But the thing is, I'll hop a fixate on a book and then I record a whole solo episode on it. And it's the same authors. I've done it twice now. Yeah, so, perfect. Yeah, I love that. Okay, well, we really need to wrap this up because we're only going to talk for three hours. So thank you so much for coming on. And where can they find you and all of your book recs? Okay, well, you can find me on Instagram, Keaton Milburn. That's it. And then your YouTube? My oh, okay. Well, on YouTube, I do like book reviews and stuff like yeah. that. And I talk, I forget, I like forget to plug. Like every time I go somewhere, people ask me that and I like don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I have a YouTube channel, just Keaton Milburn. And then I also post like lots of book content on TikTok. Like I feel like that's where I post the most book stuff is on my TikTok. And it's just Keaton Milburn. Yeah. Just type me in. I'll be on there. And Goodreads. I'm just Keaton Milburn everywhere. You'll find yeah. me. Amazing. That's me. Thanks for having me. Yes. Thank you. Thank you all so much for listening. If you love this episode, please don't forget to leave a rating and review. It really helps the show grow. If you want to follow me behind the scenes, you can find me on Instagram or YouTube at Kenzie Elizabeth or on TikTok at Kenzie the Texan. I drop new episodes every Thursday and they're also available to watch on YouTube. Thanks so much for listening and I will talk to y'all next Thursday. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.